0: Brush is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth with powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles. The Brush redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, a fresh whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with the code pod 15. That's pod one five. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code pod 15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine.
1: The king of the jungle takes on one of concrete, the circle of life against the wheels on the bus. Both go round and round, but one round will seal their fate. Two. <laughs> uh, no, we're not stopping. That's why I can't have Noah on the screen when I do Two angel-faced protagonists in the city full of them, a hooker and a Terminator, each with hearts of gold, but one of those hearts will be broken. Four films that define their genres battle for two spots in the final four weddings and a funeral. The Elite Eight and a Half of Multiplex Madness Forever concludes on this, the 151st episode of What's in the Box Office. Welcome want to welcome to Odds in the box office. I am your host Brian. I'm your host Noah and that was uh that was quite good. You <laughs> got you. me with that. <laughs> no <you>. notes. <laughs> terrific. Yeah usually you give me extensive notes uh before we can actually start the podcast. Not this time. We can't dilly-dally today. We have a whopper of an episode and uh uh uh, uh, uh man what's it what's another kind of whopper Noah? A uh, Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was thinking of. We have a terrific guest. <laughs> <laughs> First time on the show, our good friend Subba. Hello, Subba.
2: Hi. Hello.
1: Everybody. Welcome. What up? What up?
2: Oh my! Thank goodness. you for
1: having me. Of course. Of course thank, thank you, you for, you being for doing this. My um pleasure. This is Multiplex for We're searching for the greatest blockbuster of the '90s, and we are dealing with four films, each one their divisions, representing their genres, now facing each other. Uh, basically this is the elite eight and a half. Um, the Lawrence of Arabia conference. So each movie has to win f- uh, three of five games. The first three to, to win. I don't know. I'm lost already. Um, the first one is a math one, bigger profit relative to budget quality of movie, harder road to success. And then two legacy, uh, categories. Noah, think of a two thousands example. I say this, the first legacy category is the legacy of the film itself? Is it still thought of? Was it influential? Did it spawn copycats? The second legacy is of those of the participants. So, for example, my big fat Greek wedding. Okay, we talked. Okay, great, my big fat Greek wedding. So the movie was a huge uh, romantic comedy hit. Uh, did it? Sp- it spawned more of its ilk, even though they weren't successful. Of like big. Basically, uh, sp- uh, family-specific comedies. And then of the participants, Neavar Dallas. I mean, she she built an empire off of it, basically. Um, those are our categories. That's how we're going to determine it. Let's get right into it. The Elite Eight and a Half. Here we go. The one seed, The Lion King, the winner of the Hayao Miyazaki division, takes on the four seed, Speed, the winner of the Tony Scott division winner. I mean, incredible. Speed just defeating one seed's uh, well, just one of them, but everything in its wake, it's beaten. All of them higher seeds, I believe. Maybe not the maybe so not that. the first one. First one might have been four or five. Who's to say? But uh, uh, just it's it seems like it's it's just a force in this competition. Can it beat perennial favorite the Lion King? Uh, mm. I mean, let's let let's find out. Uh, any any looking to, into this matchup? Anything we're expecting? No. Anything we're excited about? How do we think this is going to go? I mean, I, I before this
0: tournament started, I would have counted Speed out here for sure. But uh, I think at, at this point, it's as strong
1: a contender as any. What about you, Saba? How do you feel about Speed's chances against the Lion King here?
2: Listen, pop quiz, hot shot. I, I, oh, no. Yeah, I'm a big Speed fan, you know? I resonated Fair. with that. I was a big, like, big Keanu, young Keanu fan growing up. But then... Lion King didn't really hit me as hard as mm, Speed did when I was interesting. It just I feel Speed has more of that adve- action that you need, you know. Lion it King, it does, it does Lion have more King action King. than the
1: Lion King. That is true. Yes. There
2: is, I mean, it's a little heady, the Lion King, you know. So and Lion is, yeah. King's got that stampede; it was very yeah. visceral. Lots of lots of uh, uh, what animals animals? Antelopes. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah Was it Yeah, a lot of yeah are huge number of antelopes, FNPC'd. and one right, it's lion. Tough.
1: It's tough to watch. It's tough to. It's like the the, the luck of movies from the '90s. Oh, that that's a yeah. television show. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into it. The Lion King was released June fifteenth, nineteen ninety four. Opening weekend forty one million dollars. Uh, that was back when Disney released their animated films in only a few theaters, and then expanded. Wide release, final gross domestically three hundred and twelve. Speed was released June tenth, nineteen ninety four. Five days apart these movies are. Opening weekend fourteen million, a final gross one twenty one. Bigger profit relative to budget. The Lion King cost forty five million dollars to make it gross eight fifty eight. That's a profit of one thousand nine hundred eight percent. Speed had a budget of thirty million. It grossed three fifty worldwide. That's a profit of one thousand one hundred sixty eight. Game one goes to The Lion King. As ever. A big yeah. win. A Let's big moneymaker. Say. All right. Quality of movie. Well, uh, we'll start with some. It seems like we know how you're going to vote, but what do you think?
2: Okay, when you're talking about quality of movie, I would say it goes to The Lion King. Clearly, there is a little more craft that was curated into okay, this film. sure. But sure. I'm also going to contradict myself right now. Oh. Speed had a lot of practical effects. True. Which... Are, like for those people who are familiar with the filmmaking process like I'm a sucker for a good practical effect mm-hmm. um I remember watching the the movie magic show that used to come on PBS late at night mm-hmm. and okay. and they would do like little mock-ups of the speed tra- the, 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 the scene on the interstate where there's like the gap in between the bus goes jumps mm-hmm. over and like falls and crashes and everything that I mean like that's meticulous like the, the, the craftsmanship of that film is just you can't you can't you cannot you know, my animation.
0: Come on. Yeah. It (laughs) could, it could be argued that uh, animation as a a body of work is altogether impractical.
2: It is. You you
0: gotta, you gotta draw a whole bunch of different images that are like just slightly different. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah,
1: It would be much easier to train lions to speak and and perform all the actions. as John
0: Favreau did only a few (laughs) years ago.
1: Well, the technology of lion training caught up to us. Um, so your vote is Thank going you, to lion speed King. then for this. Mm-hmm. Speed, got it. Okay, okay. Noah, uh, I think I know how you're okay. going to vote. Although I knew, I thought I knew what Subway was going to vote, and that actually turned out to be right. Uh, Noah, what about you? All right. Uh, well, I think
0: I'm going to throw a curveball your way and vote speed here as well. What?
1: The Lion I, King is Noah's favorite Disney movie, so this lion, is.
0: Lion, the Lion King is very important to me. Uh, it is the first movie I ever saw in theaters. I've seen it many times since, uh, and it is my favorite of the Disney animated movies. I, uh, but when we rewatched Speed this past summer, yeah, I was completely blown away with how like not just good, but absolutely great it was. It was thrilling from start to finish. Uh, we all know the premise is like, it's timeless at this point, but it's mm-hmm. just, it's really genius. There's, mm-hmm. there's a bus with a bomb on it. It's got to go fast. We all love things going fast. Gotta go and fast. it just, it moves from set piece to set piece. They jump a bridge. They got to roll people out on the cart under the bus. Uh, it's just, it's just incredible. And even like the last 20 minutes, the little extra set piece after the movie should be over mm-hmm. is still good. And that's like a miracle. That is when all of these movies fail. The premise ends, but then, ah, there's a scene on a train for some reason. It's bullshit. Except this is still good. It's not as great, but it's still good. And uh, I may be sort of leaning against my personal bi- biases a little too much here, but I'm voting speed.
1: Wow. Uh, this one's close for me, but I am going to give it to speed as well. I think it's a um, a masterpiece of its genre. Uh, and i think yeah. the lion king is too but i think speed for what it is is, just it's an unexpected masterpiece i think that gives it the little bump for me uh you expect disney to make uh, big hits but uh, i think this was john debont's first uh directorial debut so wow also That's impressive i'm pretty sure okay uh, harder road to success so what do we think here i mean you know sandra bullock wasn't a thing keanu had Point Break, Under His Belt, Dennis Hopper was a thing. Uh, again, i think pretty sure it was John DeBond's directorial debut, although he was a cinematographer on several big movies. I think he did Die Hard, I could be wrong. Um, and, uh, and then The Lion King was coming off of The Little Mermaid in 89, Beauty and the Beast in 91, and Aladdin in 92. So that had a big lead-in. But Speed didn't like gross huge numbers, right? So that might have been easier for Speed to get to like one hundred and twenty than it would be for the Lion King to get to three hundred and twelve. I don't know how do we think here, Noah? What are you thinking?
0: I, I mean, it's tough because this is. I think you are right that the Lion King had pretty much the biggest possible lead-in that you could hope for. Yeah, with all of these Disney smash hits, kind of getting bigger one after another. Uh, they've gotten awards, prestige. They've made a shitload of money. Like Lion King was going to succeed no matter what, but three hundred million dollars is like
1: it's a it's, it's hundred like million more 100. than the one that came before it. Yeah, than Aladdin. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and it's it's harder it's harder to climb the higher you get up that ladder. Yes. Uh, speed was a regular nineties action movie. It was an excellent one, but mm-hmm. still it was, a, I just looked it up. The seventh highest grossing movie that year. Mm-hmm. Didn't even outgross clear and present danger.
1: Well, that had Harrison uh, Ford.
0: Yeah, fine. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think speed made enough money to overcome, uh, Lion King's long road to success. Mm hmm. Even though it had such a strong lead in, so I'm voting Lion King.
1: I am going to give this to Speed because I think that The Lion King had a perfect storm of hype, of prestige, of the films that came before it. And the censure for me, it's true that it grows so much more, it grows almost a speed more than Aladdin. Um, and you know it's not hard that hard for a movie to make what Speed made, but I'm going to give Speed the edge here because it was making that amount of money in the shadow of The Lion King, making $300 million because they came out five days apart. Mm-hmm. So I think we, it, it up against a behemoth in The Lion King, already making all that money, it finding a slot for itself to make what it made, I think is the greater accomplishment. So I'm giving this to Speed. Sub, so what about you?
2: I am. I'm going to make a note and say that The Lion King, apart with all the hype going along with it, so some of the hype was. I don't know if you guys remember Jonathan Taylor Thomas. But hey, he was a voice of I Sumba. remember JTT. JTT. Um, like
1: Brad and Home Improvement.
2: Yeah, a little hot Brad. Ass. It wasn't was Brad, Brad.
1: looker. No, the other one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: played he Randy, played one of them. Of course. We were
1: all envious of that hair. Oh, I mean, that, he that was, was the original beaver swoop like that was he, the head of hair yeah. yeah he was less annoying about it
2: too yeah but he had the voice and it also was that time of like beanie babies so like it was like this like weird like like cuddly cute like hype yeah. thing going on and then lion king came out and never, all the kids were like whoa let's go to that one and then because i remember a little more vividly than you guys would but um, speed, I mean, I think I, I would go with speed. I think it created its own little niche market. Its own little, like, it catered to the people that were spend- actually spending the money, not the parents who were spending it on behalf. Yeah. So I'm going to say, like, half of the money that you guys have here should go away because, no, I'm kidding. Kids can't spend it. <laughs> <but. laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with speed on this one. I think it it left a bigger impact. It left a bigger, like, there's more wow factor when it came to it on the screen and it satisfied a lot more audiences. I think it had more people going back to see it in the theater too, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a good All call. Right.
1: All right. No, what, what are Those the are both compelling arguments? Thank you. What are the scores? <laughs> Uh, so
0: you both currently have speed up two to one okay Uh, i have lion king up two to one
1: uh, so it's still anybody's game at this point all right legacy of the movie itself the lion king was the number two film of 1994 it became the number one animated film in history 88 on metacritic four oscar nominations two academy awards speed has a 78 on metacritic three oscar nominations and also two academy awards Uh, So the legacy of the film itself, is it still revered now or is it more so? Or did it go away or were there a lot of copycats? I mean, what is its reputation now? I think this is pretty tough. I think the edge might be for the Lion King, but I want to know what you guys think. Well, I think that I think speed
0: has a lot of hallmarks that I look for in the legacy of a movie. Like I, like I already said, its premise is just like, is brilliant. A uh, very very high concept that just works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a famous line. Sub already dropped a pop quiz hotshot. Uh,
2: mm.
0: <laughs> it's got uh, it's got big memorable set pieces. Uh, but I I don't think the answer cannot be the Lion King here.
1: Yeah, it, you know, especially because we know, we've, we've discussed in the past the the live action remake of the Lion King making like. 600 million dollars domestically that just shows the strength of the legacy of the animated one yeah um, it's just very yeah.
0: very recent mm-hmm. tangible evidence as to yeah people's estimation of that movie to this day yeah uh, i think i think I'm it's, it to it's just lion a, king. it's a key part of disney's uh, golden
1: age i think i think
2: that's right. lion king, mine yeah. as well so what about you what lion do you think? king oh lion king hands down okay yeah gotcha. yeah
1: all right legacy of the part so noah do you have it winning then uh, so yes, I have Lion King winning, but we you have both it have a tied. Okay. Legacy of the participants. I mean, I think this is, well, I think hands down speed. I mean, this is Keanu like solidifying himself as a leading man, John DeBont, who had a very successful career for a few years. And more importantly, Sandy Bullock, who came out of this movie to be, continue to be one of our more bankable stars. Like every time she releases a movie, especially the past 10 years, whether it's, the blind side or gravity or the heat she consistently brings in uh, the proposal she consistently brings in uh audiences and this is the one that made her a name so i think i think on sandra's back uh the speed carries this legacy for me what about you guys I
0: i will throw the stub up because my vote is actually inconsequential here
2: Okay, um, well, I'm going to say, like, I think Lion King started out with a lot of uh, heavyweights to begin with. I mean, he had Matthew Broderick, he had William yep. Goldberg, he had Jeremy Irons, James Earl Jones, Cheech Man, Marine on the show, on the movie. So it's like, it it already had the perfect package, right? But speed, right. I think, elevated and propelled so many careers that I'm going to give it to speed on this one. I think that it, it really helped gravitate uh, uh, Keanu reeves and sandra bullock to stardom and you know it helped them really like establish themselves as as people in hollywood as stars because i think sandra bullock was doing more rom-coms too. not
1: yeah i mean she, before this she was in like demolition man but like this was before while you were sleeping like this led okay. to those kind of things yeah yeah okay yeah and so Hope it like
2: and stuff. Yeah, so she never really became the, the actress that that did the action movies, you know. So, I mean, it did open a door for her to be like, okay, so like to test out some waters. But I think it goes to speed. I think Lion yeah. King had a lot of people who didn't really need to be propelled. They were already. That's what it was—a great packaged film, like I said. Right. Before.
1: And as far so, as like Lion King's legacy for its participants, I think it's just James Earl Jones and Nathan Lane. Really, like I, I when people talk about the people in that movie, I don't think I don't think it's high on Matthew Broderick's lists of credentials or whoopi goldberg or maybe jeremy irons because people do really like scar but mm. i i don't think that it's as important to their filmography as like i think i said this a few weeks ago that if we don't if, if speed isn't a success we don't get keanu in the matrix right and so i think one just leads to the other no what do you think about yeah. all this
0: i i think that's all right i think uh you know lion king really i think does have a case for james earl jones uh, yeah i think that voice performance was very important to uh to his legacy as a very prominent voice performance guy but uh speed's got speed's got too many others so my vote would be speed as well and speed takes it
1: speed knocks out another one seed to advance to the final four weddings in a funeral no i think it could take it all we could be looking at our winner it's got it's just it's got, it's really, got a lot of it does a lot of things really well it's a five tool player it's like it. you know it's 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 like Crouching Tiger, which won our 2000s matchup, but I picked Crouching Tiger early on because I knew that the, the quality of that would carry it, but Speed's got a lot of factors pulling for it. Yeah. You you might say that it can't slow down. It, you might say <laughs> it's the movie that couldn't slow down. Uh, also knocks out the family film, which has consistently been a strong uh, uh, pull for these tournaments and uh, yeah, the Lion King made the finals last Ryan, time. If I you know, made the finals last time, got beaten by the film. I just equated to speed crouching tiger, hidden dragon, but, um, wow. Speed, the four seed moves on to the final and the funeral. Okay. Here we go. Pretty woman, the North Efron division winner against Terminator two judgment day. The Justin Lynn division winner. How do we feel about this? No, and I, um, Seba, have famously, famously, because we've mentioned it every time we talk about this movie, don't like Pretty Woman, and yet it continues to do well in this competition. And so Ooh. we're trying to get it out of here, but we can't. It's just
0: it it's got a lot of things going
1: it, for it.
2: Well, for the just, purposes
0: of this tournament, it's very important. Yeah,
2: it's yeah, it's not. it's a it's like how you said it's the, probably one of the number one romantic comedies of all time. So it's just like it's one of those things where if you, it's an it's an easy name. It's, yeah. got it's got a memorable premise it's got the song
1: yeah so many know? julie roberts laugh it's got the outfits it's you know it, it's, it's
2: got that the cute, yeah that those cute little scenes in the bubble bath and everything yeah it's, i mean
1: she's she it, is luminous in it she's like the best part of the yeah. movie but the movie yeah. did, did you read before we get into it did you re-watch it
2: i re pretty woman yeah okay yeah and i hated it um- <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm, we're gonna get into all of that because yeah, I do I'd want like to, to talk about that a little, yeah, bracket? because yeah. Uh, we also really just found it dull, especially because yeah. we we also watched for this podcast, Notting Hill and My Best Friend's Wedding, and it's like Jesus Christ, there's not, night and day those movies right. compared to this. Yeah, my God. Was,
2: okay, yeah,
1: <laughs> Pretty Woman, uh, the ones they're both one seeds here. Pretty Woman. Um, released March twenty third, nineteen ninety. Opening weekend eleven million dollars. It would go on to gross one hundred seventy eight domestically. Terminator Two: Judgment Day, July third, nineteen ninety one. It was released uh, almost Independence Day. Opening weekend thirty one million from its Friday to Sunday, and it opened on a Wednesday, so Wednesday to Sunday fifty two million dollars. Final gross two hundred four domestic. Pretty Woman cost fourteen million to make. It gross four sixty three worldwide. That's profit of three thousand three hundred nine. Terminator 2 judgment day costs 102 it grows 517 worldwide that's profit of 507 pretty woman again it's strong it takes game one uh, all right quality of movie sub why didn't you like pretty woman
2: well let's just say the script was like really lackluster and did not age very well and it was just like hey guys I'm just this prostitute I'm a real girl you know and it was like I just I couldn't wrap my head around like how casually they just had prostitution in in this storyline. It just I just think of it more as a as a social as like a not that there's anything wrong with sex work or anything, but mm. I think like her character probably would have been a little bit more meatier than what it should like nowadays if you were to remake this movie they would probably give her a little bit more backstory. Yeah. Right. And so in this movie it was like very nonchalant. They just moved it along, cascaded against a bunch of different issues. You know, and I was like, oh, red flag, red flag. You know, like what the hell's going on? You, you know,
1: know? W- we were sitting there going, not only is this not funny, but it's dull.
2: Mm-hmm. Richard
1: Gere is a robot and he has nothing to do in the movie. He yeah, just man. suddenly likes her for some reason. Jason Alexander m- assaults her at the end, which is like, yeah. what? what yeah, that that's, that, that's the kind of
0: thing that's like, obviously bad and i don't want to write it off but i just like i wasn't i, I was expecting that going in yeah cuz it was like, a she watched pretty woman you're and you're just, like there's yeah. no way the sexual politics of this hold up right. Uh, yeah. And so you see Jason Alexander being like, I'm, "You made me mad, so I'm going to rape you now." It's like, it's just, yeah. I mean, they couldn't but, find anyone like, at
1: least a little imposing. Like Jason is a tiny man, just kicking. Yeah. It away you. You know, he's but what, a little what really oh, what really got
0: place me place. Uh, because this can't even be explained away by yeah. like, "Oh, the times were different." Is that Richard Gere just so clearly his character throughout the movie has like no respect or affection mm-hmm. for Julia Roberts' character at all? So, mm-hmm. like, the romance of it is never, like, oh, like, I I can, it's never, like, oh, I can see that, like, he really cares for her, but is kind of, like, hindered by society's whatever. He's, like, yeah, you're just some, like, floozy the yeah. whole time until suddenly at the end where he's, like, I'm in love. yeah Like, why? You don't, you don't like her. You two don't have a good time together. You don't, you, you she's, what, what she's is constantly what
1: trying to have a good time and he's like no i'm doing yeah, he's like, no, yeah. I, yeah I have a dossier that I
2: have to they tried, to. exactly they tried way too hard to create the mysterious like the mysterious man you know who's hurt yeah. and brooding and who has nothing yeah. to say but he he says so much with his eyes I, but then why, why did he
1: leave his wife what's going on what could be yeah learned? yeah
2: but it's richard gear he's got like you know, small little BDIs. You can't really see what's going on <laughs> there anyway. So, I mean, I don't know. I just think the chemistry just wasn't... It didn't sell me. Like, no. there was no chemistry. There wasn't even that many memorable lines. I'd say no. moments. There are memorable moments that have been recreated. Yeah, there's
1: moments that we all, we've all we all seen you yeah. know, a thousand times but, before.
2: And that's basically the movie, you know? Yeah. Like, just those four or five different scenes that we've come up with. It It didn't, like... Honestly, my attention was diverting during a good half of it. I don't blame you. you. Yeah. It's
1: not even that they don't have chemistry, which they don't, but like the movie doesn't have any. There's no energy in it. Like even when she's shopping, it's just like, this is incredibly dull. There's nothing happening on screen. Like the only interesting parts are her and Hector Elizondo. And that's just because they're both great actors and they just exude chemistry anyway. But she is, I mean, she's great. You could see why she was a star. Like she's. She is funny, she's charming, she's sexy, like she's everything that you want in a movie star, but like she's nothing to work with
2: in that movie. no I don't her see other other how it better. launched her career. I do not see how it launched it. You I, think do not? Was, oh, I thought she was good no. I think they they totally banked off of Gary Marshall mm. in this. I think they just rode the wave of being like it's Gary Marshall foam stamp on it, right. so get it out to the theaters, you know, and i I don't know. it feels like a lot of things were cut from it. To me, that's because of how jarring it was in terms of like editing and stuff, like and storyline. Like, it just seemed like things were cut. And I was like, why would they introduce that if they're going to leave us here? You know, like people are a little bit smarter. Like, I think Gary Marshall is a little bit more, I would say, has more substance than that as a director. Um, I think producers probably have gotten a hand in it, but I I couldn't. I just, I couldn't with Pretty, Pretty Woman.
1: So we're all going with Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which is a good <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. Terminator 2 rules. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> is a very good
2: movie.
1: Did you oh, also rewatch I that or did you watch – I did. Like, What did you think of Terminator no, 2? I, don't know. I,
2: I actually did – when I was in film school, I did a bunch of projects on Terminator 2 because I took a mm-hmm. special effects class. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I watched it again. Like, And having that knowledge in the back, I was like, wow, this, this still holds up. Yeah you know about close to 10 years later it still holds up the special effects are seamless you know it's still enjoyable i can watch it with my nieces and nephews and like little kids and they'll be like already all over it you know yeah um the score can we talk about the score of the film like yeah Yeah. the
1: the 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 terminator soundbite is an all-timer
2: yeah and then even the catch the one-liners in the movie are great you know even even though I didn't really like the kid very much. Um, no,
0: he's the worst part of the movie by a wide margin. Yeah. I, little, little
1: Eddie Furlong.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. Him never, just like screaming never, and Never forgotten his, his, his line reading yeah, did, you going to blow him away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I forgot that line.
0: No, it has never left the, me.
1: Well, when I think of Furlong in that movie, because I didn't watch it because I just knew pretty well it would beat it. But when I, when I was thinking of that movie – I picture him just like pulling on and his arms, going like "Come on, come
2: on!" That's all I think of, and I don't even know if that yeah. happens in it, but that's just what I add. That's basically the movie is him <laughs> just dragging, and then teaching teaching Arnold like new catchphrases. Yeah, like thumbs up yeah. and shit, and like, teaching him like,
1: "cowabunga" or. or whatever he's doing. Ca- whatever. Ca- cowab- I don't think
2: cowabunga. It's like the live action. Is he like- not
1: Bart Simpson in that movie? Yeah, I think, yeah, a I think- bit.
2: don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Darts>. <laughs> He says, eat my shorts. I wouldn't put it past that movie. Don't have a cow, T-1000. Yeah, I'm sure he says that. Um, well, I'm good. I'm glad it holds up. And also, it's just much better than Pretty Woman. Okay. Harder road to success. So, I mean, this is definitely Pretty Woman. Not only did it like over exceed what possible expectations you could have for it, but Julie Roberts had been in two things, nominated for an Oscar for um, Steel, uh, Steel Magnolias Richard Gere was in a bit of a slump. Gary Marshall, you know, didn't really have that big of a film career at the time. He was much more big in television. And then Terminator 2, you know, James Cameron only got bigger after uh, the first one, which came out in like maybe 82 or something. I don't know when it came out, 83. Um, and then Arnold was just, this, this is peak Arnold time. This is, he's oh. the biggest movie star on the planet. And it also was the most expensive movie of all time. Uh, these revolutionary special effects all that added to hype so when this came out there was like no doubt it was a hit so mm-hmm. i think this is pretty woman uh, pretty much in a, a a walk what about you guys
0: I, well so i looked it up terminator came out in 84 by the way uh, okay so,
1: so, six, so seven years
2: well that's some good math Matha. Thank you. Oh, yeah. that was very really impressive. I was like, like cool. look at me split seven years. Yeah. No way well, Brian me. actually
0: calculates all those percentages uh, every
1: episode.
2: Just mm-hmm. off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he just makes them up. Great, you want to do my taxes? Like-
1: <laughs> yeah, they might be wrong, but I'll do them. I
2: mean, if, means, like, if, if the taxes involve
1: me counting to seven, I can probably do it. Okay. <laughs> Is there any liability involved <laughs> uh so what, what do you think harder road to success what do you feel in here
2: i'm you know i'm pre- i'm very torn mm. between these two like it's very hard because i think pretty woman had an easier road to success mm. and i would say terminator 2 like because that arnold factor right so like arnold was the like the guy biggest at the time planet. he was the yeah. biggest star on the planet, and like. Every guy wanted to be Arnold. Like it was just, I I'm torn. I don't know which way to go. And, right. I, and I do you like, want
1: Noah to go. Maybe he'll yeah. Maybe you one will way go. Then
2: we can yeah yeah. Okay. I
0: well, I I do I do just in Terminator Two's favor because I agree that Pretty Woman. Uh, I agree with Brian that it had a. I would not be. I would not guess that that movie was going to make uh, 178 million dollars before Julia Roberts was a movie star. Yeah, I mean, it made
1: uh, 30 million less than Terminator 2. Yes, like uh, wild.
0: But like when you look at say James Cameron's filmography, mm-hmm. uh, Terminator did not make much money, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, aliens only made like 80 million dollars. And- only
1: when did that come out?
0: uh 86. That's that's a lot for 86. Yeah, sure. Uh but like it's only 5 years prior to this, so it's not like a whole different echelon. Mm-hmm. Uh and then The Abyss wasn't like a huge hit. It no. made money, but I uh, so Terminator 2 was I think really like James Cameron's super breakout as like the the huge money director. Right. Uh then came True Lies, then came Titanic and on and on we go. I So I still think the fact that it made 200 million dollars in 1991 with like with Arnold on its back sure and I, I should look him up to see what kind of money he was making, but I think that's just that is a very impressive threshold
2: mm-hmm.
0: that you you certainly couldn't rubber stamp beforehand.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure at that time too. Arnold was in what, like Kindergarten Cop, Last Action Hero, uh, things like that. So those
1: those were all. After this was like right after, after Total Re- okay. This is right after like Total Recall and like The okay. Predator. And uh, Noah, I think Noah's looking it up. I can tell he's okay. looking at it. Okay.
2: I can tell I mean, when
1: if Noah's you look was at researching. The
2: profit, like, 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 like percentages yeah. of both films, like. Clearly, you can see with the budget that Pretty Woman was given, they weren't expecting just right. that movie much movie. money. That wild, right? right? So, right,
1: and right.
2: then they ended up. It was a surprise hit. You know, right. it was one of those surprise those movies that ran away with look three thousand three hundred nine percent. You know, profit. It's big. It's big. And it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think the one thing that probably sold Terminator was Arnold throughout the whole thing, and then the effects. People were probably like blown away with it at that time. Yeah. You know. So I, I mean, think- it was it
1: was coming out as like the biggest movie of all time. Like that right. was the book, yeah.
2: Right. I mean, with the name like Judgment Day,
1: you know? right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think Terminator was gaining a lot of speed throughout its time since. It's really I like I the, agree. Like, yeah,
1: with home yeah. video kind of booming in the in mm-hmm. the eighties and people just discovering it, and also with Arnold's popularity increasing, people would have just fat sought out his previous works because video right. stores were big. Yeah.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So, so like-
1: uh, art
0: just a, a, a point of clarification on Arnold uh, in the years preceding Terminator Two, uh, predator, not predator, uh, but the running man, I believe no running man didn't make money. Uh, predator did pretty well. Uh, I made like $60 million and then uh, twins total recall and kindergarten cop basically averaged a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. There was like ninety, a hundred, hundred and ten ish yeah. in there. Uh so even for Arnold, this is uh, this is a big jump.
1: Right. I'm just yeah. yeah. He also had world worldwide up. He was the big just yeah. All right. So yeah. no is going I, with which one? You go I, I no,
0: I I don't I don't know that I am. I'm just saying oh, I think okay. Terminator two does have a case here. It's not it's not like this was a foregone smash success and pretty woman yeah. was the little movie that could, but I I do think it's really close, and I will put the tiebreaker on Pretty Woman. Did not have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, so (laughs) I will vote that way as well. Yeah, just want to make sure we have all the facts, you know.
2: All of them. Facts are important. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Terminator Two.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. No. What's our What's our score then?
0: I so Brian, you and I have Pretty Woman up two games to one. Subba has Terminator Two
1: up two to one. All right. Legacy of the film itself. Pretty Woman was the number one romantic comedy of all time. 51 on Metacritic, rightly so. One Academy Award nomination for Best Actress for Julie Roberts. Terminator 2, Judgment Day was the number one film in 1991. Number three film of all time worldwide. 75 on Metacritic, six Oscar nominations, and four Oscars. So, Legacy of the film itself, you know, um, which one is more the epitome of its... kind? You know, I... I feel like this has got to be T two, right? Mm-hmm. I would say hands yeah. down T two. Noah. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. I
1: don't. I don't. I don't think there's. Uh, I don't think
0: there's any question. I mean, I'd. I'd say that Terminator two is kind of the, the pinnacle action movie. Yeah. Probably. And like that might be true of Pretty Woman and romantic comedies as well. But uh, you know, just yeah. by virtue of the kind of things that Hollywood likes to put out, right? There's a lot more competition to be the pinnacle action movie than there is the pinnacle romantic comedy yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah i think it, i think it's got to be terminator 2 here
2: yeah it definitely wasted the test of time also i think pretty woman like it did not age very well no, no. terminator 2 i think you can still watch it today and still get equally as like terrified and chills when you watch it yeah, yeah. and just do- impressed
0: it's just yeah. the—it's yeah, got the Jurassic Park the... factor of you yeah. watch it and you're like, "How the fuck did they do that?" Right. The movies yeah, don't look was... this good
2: now. They invested so much into the special effects of like creating that liquid, the yeah. liquid effect, and like because you have to study light, like how light hits the right. water, because that you know, and then graphing that all out and all the math behind that, like it was just
1: oh it's, we it get just, it I you went crazy. to film school we get it
2: <laughs> listen yeah. the en scène in opening scene <laughs> is just phenomenal it's
1: funny because our, oh. our our listeners don't know that i also went to film school with you so it's funny wow you but you're so wow. pretentious i get it <laughs> film school you watch I, a lot. I i, 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 well, like, I, I keep... like
0: that i like that that was a uh,
1: you went to film school with her yeah
0: <laughs> Not a, we all went to film school we all together. Went to Some film school and I <laughs> had
1: classes together, though. We went together. You and I had, like, one class together, Noah. Some yeah, and I went together. And it was a yeah, it was, like a, it was a ridiculous conference. elective. Yeah. Yeah, we had the war. Do we ever, I don't know, we were, what was like it was a box office class, right? Oh, no, so we took a few classes together. I was oh, co- comedy the history writing. History of horror. And comedy writing. All right, we took oh, a, class together. a bunch of classes. <laughs> All right, <laughs> get the <laughs> fuck out of here.
2: They actually five five. know each other, guys. Like, They know you yeah. You were in
1: the history of horror class with us, also, weren't you?
2: I No, I took it a uh, quarter, uh, a semester after you guys. Oh, I think. okay. Uh, yeah. I think because yeah. you guys, I was like, oh, I want to take that class. Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was
1: fun. That was a good one. That was yeah. a good class. The box office class was geez, this a box office podcast. There was a class at Columbia College, Chicago. That was a box office class. By then I had 10 years under my belt of following it. And I was just like running circles around that teacher. I was like, get, I was like, get out of here, man. Come on. He's like, what do you think <laughs> this is going to open to? And I'm like, I have 15. I remember he was like, what do you think this is going to open to? And I had 50. He's like, okay, that's, that's very true. Yeah. I was like, uh-huh, I know. Um, it was so very fun. Let me do job. <laughs> Uh, Not to so brag, but I have a box his podcast, and I don't think he does. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a professor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he may teach it for a living, but I do this for free. Yeah, he I, I teaches it, I live it. <laughs> kind of. That's right. All right, so we
0: all vote Terminator 2 on Legacy mm-hmm. of the Film. Uh, Saba has Terminator Two winning. Brian, you and I have it all
1: tied up. So all right. Well, the legacy, the, game. The legacy of game, legacy the participants, is tough because it's like it. For it comes down to like Julia Roberts and like Schwarzenegger and Cameron, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, also it's big on Richard Gere's listing and, and Gary Marshall, but this is the film that gave us Julia Roberts. This is yes. our big coming out party, nice. and we have said before that we think this is, I think this is Cameron's most important work on his homography this and Titanic are right there with each other. Um, and then especially
0: sh- because uh, since Subba you mentioned they had to study the way that light hits water. Mm-hmm. That's probably what got
1: Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Cameron started yeah. on avatar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy cams was like, oh, cam's water. Was like water. water. What if <laughs> I did a whole sequel under that? Uh, That'll take 19 years to make. That's what I'll do.
0: Next thing I'll be about a boat, submarine,
1: (laughs) right? Yeah, while
0: rich beyond measure, while while he
1: was making Titanic and they were doing the water stuff, and I'm guessing he just like went when they when they (laughs) sealed action, he was just (laughs) under the water (laughs) (laughs) waiting for them to finish the scene. He was like, you know what? What have people lived here? This is crazy. And then he came up and he's like, cut? And they're like, no, we're in the middle. He's like, shit. All right, well, let's do it again. Um, no, uh, I, I, I think in, it's also the best movie Schwarzenegger has made, in my opinion. So, this
2: is I think, all. I think, yeah, I mean, I would say in terms of participants, like, there is, like, okay, if you were to compare, like, the amount of people, I would say Terminator 2 did not walk away with a lot of stars, except for James Cameron. Because Arnold right now is not really, like, still holding up to this day. We don't even know Sarah Hamilton, the Hamilton curse, what's going on, what's happening with her.
1: Oh, well, the thing I will say for Hamilton in this movie is, like, Sarah Connor, because of this movie, is an action icon. Mm-hmm. Like, her pull-ups, her guns, I mean, she is... It oh,
2: is, yeah. It is Smoking iconic, a cigarette, cleaning off movie. her AK-47, yeah. Yeah. Her, her in this
1: movie is iconic, and so that is her legacy with this and Schwarzenegger, his, I mean, his, his most famous role is the Terminator. He's played him in a thousand mm-hmm. movies and also dark fate wasn't that bad. Um, and so you, you would like dark. Fate. Have you seen dark fate? The, I, new haven't, one? I, have
2: not, I think you'd like it. There's no. a flash. There's a flash. Okay.
1: You'll like it for this reason. There's a, at the beginning, we see what happens right after Terminator two. So they have de aged, uh, Edward, uh, Eddie Furlong, who's like 11 year old kid again. And they're on a beach, and she's like, "We did it, we're safe." And then a Terminator comes and just kills him. <laughs> so it's in the <laughs> first scene. I'm blew not. Away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Literally <blew him> away. <laughs> no, I was
2: like, "You can't movie <laughs> It's it, uh, one, no, it, one no, of the it's, first it's, scenes. It, it's, yeah, it's like it's,
1: the it's reason totally why grimaced. Sarah Connor, throughout that movie, is like all like grumbly. It's because she couldn't mm. save him, or whatever she did.
2: So okay. the movie is good.
1: You should watch it, but uh, but you'll like it because you'll see him just get fucking shot with a shotgun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well yeah, that's yeah. all i wanted that's, that's all i
1: it wanted <laughs> it's just a perfectly good movie in its own right. yeah it is a good movie okay. yeah it's good um but uh where were we going what are you talking about the legacy of the people involved i know uh, i don't know i mean pretty woman is so big for julia roberts but like cameron schwarzenegger linda hamilton yeah. there's more factors for terminator i think I've for as far as icons
0: here's what here's what seals it for me
1: robert Patrick. i think,
0: that, I think there are yeah it's robert patrick <laughs> Uh, I think there are very few people that can rival Julia Roberts as far as like important a list figures of '90s cinema. I, mm-hmm. uh, but James Cameron is one of those people. I think if I think if you had to arrange them in order of like <clears throat> importance to film, I think James Cameron wins. that's good. Point. That's interesting.
2: And if talking? the yeah.
0: No. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, if this is his like defining movie, which I think there's there's yeah. certainly an argument that it is. It's a good case. Uh, it sort of, it bridged him from like successful action movie director to fucking James Cameron, King of the World, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, then like he he's the he's the best he's the best player best player on the team. So I'm leaning Terminator 2 for the Cameron factor. What about you, Sylvia? What do you think?
2: Here's where I stand. I mm. think the only person that walked away successfully from Terminator 2 is James Cameron. Mm. That's just that's just how I'm gonna because I, I mean it's a niche. James Cameron and Gary Gary Marshall can't really be compared like apples and oranges because they're apples and oranges. That is what I mean to say because. Gary Marshall is also important to cinema as well because of Mm -hmm. his contribution to to the rom-com, you know? Um, We wouldn't have the rom-com equation that we do today without him.
1: We wouldn't have Anne Hathaway without him. Princess Diaries.
2: We We wouldn't, you know? And where would we have that awesome British accent of hers? No, I'm kidding, but... (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think Pretty Woman just walked away with a lot because it rebooted the careers that we were talking about that were failing before, you know, Richard Gere was kind of failing and then Gary Marshall, he ended up getting more lift because of this movie. You know, he went on to make a lot more successes. James Cameron. I mean, yeah, he had successes, but there were very few and far between and they, he would not have Titanic without Terminator two. You know um, I think this one, I hate to say this. I think it goes for pretty woman. All right. Um, yeah. That is compelling. I think, I think it's defensible.
1: It is, yeah. And I think it's compelling. I am leaning toward... I am going with Terminator, though. I think that mm-hmm. the icon status in that has more points to Terminator 2 as far as its participants. I think that Robert Patrick is one of cinema's all-time villains. Sarah Connor mm-hmm. is one of its all-time heroines. We all already know, know about Schwarzenegger. And uh, and it's it's rare for a director so far... Uh, to make two um, back-to-back, like, box office champs by a mile. So uh, it it came off of this back. So I'm giving it to T2. No, where does that leave us? What's winning? I I am uh, ultimately going
0: to vote Terminator 2 as well, Uh, just because I think in addition to James Cameron, like, Arnold's not really a big deal anymore. He kind of uh, shone bright and uh, fizzled out so that he could become the governor of oh. california which remains wild to this day but he was a fucking huge deal for 10 15 years in the 80s and into the mid to late 90s uh, and this i think still is a a huge marker for him as well so i vote terminator 2 and that means all three of
1: us have terminator 2 advancing three wins to two pretty yes. woman knocked out of the competition Terminator 2, Judgment Day, will take on the four-seed Speed next week for a slot in the finals. Wow. How about that? Um, I do have some box office news. Uh, Wrath of Man, which um, I think is just about the history of the world. <laughs> uh open <laughs> uh open this week with eight million dollars. Um I mean that's pretty much par for the course for a Jason Statham R-rated vehicle. Mechanic Resurrection made seven million in 2016, Homefront made seven million in 2013, Parker 7 million in 2013, Safe 7.8, Killer Elite 9. This is clearly in his bag, and the fact that this didn't overperform this week. Uh, when there are less options in theaters, people are becoming more comfortable going to the movies is not discouraging. It may be a sign of life at the box office returning to normal. A Jason Statham movie without a big hook, like a big shark, or a franchise like Fast and Furious, minimal marketing, low awareness, opening with $8 million, that's what's supposed to happen. Hell, Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman opened with $10 million in January of 2020. So without the caveat of things seemingly overperforming recently due to an anticipation among audiences to get back to a theater, this is fine and totally normal. And that's kind of fun. Um, And that's really it uh, for the box office. Uh, It's going to be slow for about two weeks until uh, two biggies open. Cruella and A Quiet Place Part 2. So have you gone back to the theater
2: yet? I have not. I'm very nervous right now. Um, I would go to a drive-in. I would go. I would totally
1: do it. Now that I'm I'm vaxxed up and two weeks uh, out, I'm like, get me in there. I uh, am. Ready to go? Yeah, I agree. I think. I I think even though, even though, like, i
0: even though I know in my brain that like it's gonna be, it's gonna be fine. You're vaccinated, so you'll you'll wear a mask unless you're eating
1: candy or whatever. Yeah, I do
0: think the first time I go to a movie, I'm gonna be like, this is super weird, but I'm I'm Mm. fucking I'm chomping at the bit anyway.
1: Jones in, I want that fix. I was like, you know. It's nice that we have like Mortal Kombat and IMAX, but like, can you just re release Nomad Land and IMAX so I could see that on the IMAX screen? Thank you. Um, sure. I, uh, yeah, I cannot wait to go back. All right. That's it for <laughs> box office news. Noah, let's play some games. What do you got? Yes. Uh, well, it's time to play everybody's
0: latest favorite game. Did, Did it, it make, make more, more or less than Shrek, than Shrek Forever, Forever After's opening, opening weekend? weekend? We all know how to play. Uh, that's not true since. Uh, Helbo, welcome to this game. Uh thank you for having me. <laughs> I'll name a movie and you tell me whether its total gross was more or less than Shrek Forever After's opening weekend.
2: So it's all compared to Shrek. Yeah, all compared well, this to this Shrek, honor Shrek, of Multiplex
0: Madness Forever. Yeah.
2: Oh
1: Shrek okay. Forever After yeah, is we always the always do it. Before we had real sponsors, thing. we faked a sponsor. for like the first hundred episodes, I made ads for the box. So, I can say, What's in the box office is brought to you by the box. And then I would create a fake ad based on like a critical blurb. And then eventually I got tired of making ads and would run out of funny blurbs. So, I created a game called Did It Make More or Less Than the Box. Uh, Noah is tweaking that. Our, and so we've done that with every uh, little series that we do. So, Noah's tweaking that is now, so we he's going to say, movie, we have to tell. Him, whether we think that the total gross of that movie is more or less than just what Shrek Four made on opening weekend,
2: okay. and I will,
1: I will tell you, I don't know for sure what Shrek Four made. That's part of the game.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: somewhere in the late sixty million to early seventy million. Okay. so we're running in that range. All right. Uh, and for a bonus point,
0: right. you can choose to either name the movie's director or an unspecified number of cast members chosen by me. Are we ready to play?
2: All yes. right, let's go.
0: Wonderful. All right, the first film is Alita Battle Angel. Mm. 2019s Alita. That Battle did Angel. make
1: around that did make late 60s or 70s. I th- I think that that's more if I had to guess. I think that made into the 70s. What do you think? You would your head now.
2: <laughs> I'm shaking my head. I'm I'm saying I think it made less.
1: Oh boy, no, no. Yeah. Can we play separately?
2: Yeah, sure. Oh, I have no faith course. in this movie it was, right.
1: was it. I mean, not to enrage the Alita army, but it's not very good.
2: No, no I, don't, I don't.
1: So. I don't understand. Even the, the trailer the was good. terrible. No, yeah, it's it yeah. was not a very good movie. Uh, I'm I am gonna say more, but I I okay. I'm, I'm actually very bad at this game for some reason. So go ahead. Uh,
0: well, I mean, you're about as good as uh, good, as good at this game as I was. At did it make more? Yes, or less but than
1: the I'm box? I'm supposed to be, you know, the the not the box office guy here.
0: Yeah, but this one's much
1: harder. <laughs> the it's, brain it's harder. <laughs> it made this game much harder. He's pinky, I'm supposed to be the brain. I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> and
2: tonight we take over the world.
1: I, f- <laughs> uh, Brian is correct here. It did make more. Okay, do you remember who directed it? I do. Do you remember who directed Alita? I do not. I do not. You go. Okay. Do you know who was in it? Can you name the the cast members? I cannot. Yes. <laughs> I'm 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 going to do both because I know it ended okay. on a big cameo, and I want to see if I can remember. But it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Oh God, okay. I forgot about the cameo. It right? was
0: directed by Rodriguez. Okay. How
1: many people are you going to give me? Uh, it's four people. Okay, so Al- uh, Rosa. Salinger? What, what, what's what's her last name? Rosa it is not Salinger. Salazar. There it is. Yes. yes. It. Thank you. I know one. Uh, go ahead. Well, who, Jennifer who
2: Connelly, isn't she? Jennifer
1: Connelly. Yep. Absolutely right. Herschel Ali. Yes. Christoph Waltz. Correct. Yeah. Uh, That's four. And then who is the? Uh, so I'm I'm good with four. Right. We we yeah. got it. Who yeah. is the cameo? Who was the cameo? Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was okay. It was someone who, when we left the theater, we said, "Is everyone going to be excited that this person is like the big bad of this movie?" Well, like- That's because it it was Edward Norton. <laughs> <laughs> Are like thirteen year old, you know, boys and girls just, going, "Holy shit, Edward Norton!" It's like standing team. on the
0: moon <laughs> in goggles. <laughs> <This> <laughs> says where
2: nothing. X. <laughs> yeah, they even, were. All, oh
0: man, it was even to the point where I was like, "Is that Edward Norton?"
1: <laughs> because, like, why would it be? <laughs> you mean the guy who did Motherless Brooklyn? No way. <laughs> all right. Uh, what uh, Edward Norton. Okay. What's, what's the next one? Uh, Alright, so that Feeling was a good. nice uh, two Feeling points good. for Brian. Uh,
0: unfortunate zero points for Subba. but we're well, moving on to uh, the
2: Stepford Wives of 2004. I'm going to say more. Mm, Alright. Don't do this to me,
1: Brian. I'll, I'll st- I think it's close. I think Stepford Wives is low 70s. I will, I will stand in solidarity and say also more although i don't think it's right now you're both wrong it's less yeah <laughs> it's close no, though it's close as well as i think i one. know who directed it <clears throat> oh man i want to say it's not how oh, it's not frank oz it's it's a weird choice it's like a dark movie um i know like okay how? all right hmm you won't tell me how many cast members right until right. I, uh, you, need to, you need to you need to commit to one or the other. Cast members, <laughs> I'm gonna right. surprise everybody. Cast members here is also four. Now, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna crush this. Okay, Matthew Broderick, well, yeah. Nicole Kidman, Bette Midler, John Lovitz.
0: Uh, those are all correct. And I want to say... my answer is
2: was... the same. So <laughs> <laughs> and I, I
1: want to say there was a singer who was like Faith. Hit and wasn't Faith Hill. Can I think it was
2: Faith, Faith Hill. It was,
1: was it was it was some believe, singer who was one of the it's like John Lovitz's wife or something. Can you list the um some of the, the, the actresses in that?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it is Faith Hill. Uh, I saw that in theaters. Who directed it? Is it Frank Oz? Yes. Every time you were like, well, it's not this person, but <laughs> I'm so close it was that person. It was Frank, Frank Oz? Oz yeah. Liked that movie. Yeah.
1: I uh, saw that in theaters. People didn't like that movie. No. I, don't I remember.
2: It on the television it was yeah. not very good it wasn't good i don't no. remember
1: that that's one of those where i was too i haven't seen it since and i was too young at that point to like be like if i thought it was good that's
2: probably not right
1: yeah I probably but theory, that
2: it. would be real hard i remember real yeah. hard
1: yeah i probably just liked it at the time because i was seeing a movie and i had like popcorn and it was fun but right. i don't know if the movie's was any good um all right. Great. Next. Last right. one. <clears throat> Our final film is 2013's The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. <laughs> I'm going to say less for this. What do you think? I, I, I don't think that was a big deal at all.
2: I'm going to say less too. It,
1: it had the Christmas legs, so it could have legged mm-hmm. it out that winter, but I do think it was still
2: less. Yeah, I think – I'm going to agree. You are both
0: correct. It was yeah. less.
2: Yeah. Uh, and
0: I
1: definitely know who directed it. As Ooh.
0: I recall, it made basically the same amount of money as the Stepford Wives. Okay, which I just I think is funny based so is, on your two reactions. Stepford so Wives, the st- maybe Walter Mitty. No. So the Stepford.
1: So the Stepford Wives is, is in the '60s then, low, high '60s. All right. Do you? Have, do you, I think I know who. I think I think Stiller directed it. I think he directed himself in it.
2: I think he All did right. too. And I
1: wouldn't be able to get more than a few ca- like I know Kristen Wiig was in it, I know Stiller was in it, I don't know anybody else so I'm gonna say Ben Stiller directed it Noah. All. all right. Uh you are both correct there as well. Ben Stiller did
0: direct himself. Yeah. Uh how many people were be- you
1: going to give three. three. Okay. Who who else mm. could we have gotten uh Hahn? No. Uh oh. played Odessa Midi. It was before she was Catherine Hahn.
0: Who? Uh Odessa Midi. Who's that? So his sister maybe I don't know. I haven't seen it.
1: I don't know the actress.
0: No, <laughs> Catherine Hahn played Oh, Dessa I thought Odessa
1: Mitty was the next actress you we were saying. I was like, who the fuck is no. that? Uh Adam Scott was in it.
2: Yes. These, these are and, all before these
1: people are like names.
0: And uh, Shirley MacLaine. Right, she was was she a name? She is a name.
2: <laughs> she <laughs> comes to mind. Had
0: yeah. she broken big yet?
2: Something's happening when I yeah. hear that name.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, that's pretty much it, though.
1: All All right, so that was a. uh, That's the end of our first game, but don't worry, we have one more. Yes, one
0: more. I've forgotten what it's called going back in time. Come and Gone from a theater near you. Yes, because
1: remember the pun is uh, coming soon to a theater near you. That's what they would say when you put it on DVD. Gone. So this is Come and Gone from a theater near you. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. What are we doing? So we're going back to 2009.
0: In this game, Subba, uh, I name a weekend in the past, usually in the 2000s, 2010s uh, range. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked Brian to tell me what came out that weekend and how much money it made. And All right. he's eerily good at it. Especially he now the Johnny reading.
2: Johnny Carson when it comes to this stuff. This is wild. Put a, yeah, 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 okay. put a thing put to my, put my head. To your head. Yeah. Each,
1: uh, wait, what does he say when he does that? He says like a thing. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Abracadabra!
1: oh he also says like he says you know all right so can you give me the? i'm gonna to try to do it like carson can you give me the date that we're talking about 2009 yep. but what's the weekend day we're talking about may 8th of 2009 okay so it's not the first weekend of may so it's not x-men origins wolverine now that we're getting into summer we're getting when, when we're in like april or you know september i'm a little fuzzy but the summers i i, I got all right, so I'm going to put my thing, I'm going to go uh, successful reboot. No, I'm not going <laughs> to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, uh, I'm going to say Star Trek. No, I think that was Weekend 2. Right
0: off the bat, nailed it with Star Trek. How many movies? Wow. Is it just one? Uh, yeah, it's just Star Trek. Also, uh, Next Day Air came out this weekend. <laughs> but
2: I, <think laughs> I was going to say that one. That was my pick. You were so full. Yeah. if no, you not me. of my so tongue. You would have been right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, next day air. I remember that. That was about a, like a UPS silver
2: jar. Um, <laughs> yeah. Finding love at the UPS door. What happens when?
1: <laughs> uh, Star Trek made surprise hit. Not was not over a hundred but I don't know if it was like high enough to get to 90. I'm yeah. I'm going to say, I think 90, I'm going to say 90. I think it's a little too high. It is a little too high. It was a 88 or something. Uh, it was in fact, 75. It was way oh. too high. Way too yes. high.
0: Yes. That was uh, that way was too high. Well off. I'm going to look it up now. Uh, and i'm glad that i noticed this time that again for some fucking reason box office mojo is giving me the weekly chart instead of the weekend chart that's what i'm checking because i was about to tell you hey it made a hundred million dollars it didn't (laughs) it did not
1: um god that first star trek movie i liked all the star trek movies actually
2: i enjoyed them they weren't they weren't Um, terrible they weren't a waste of time
1: pretty decent
0: yeah uh as it- as t- as time goes on, I really continue to find the the whole vibe of the second one pretty obnoxious.
2: Mm, yes. I rewatched
1: the second one a few years ago. I still like it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, that's I right
2: think it kind of it's is. I think it's
0: fine in a vacuum. It's
1: just And I think vacuum. people are sleeping on that third one. I think that third <laughs> one has a really good climax. I do. Uh All right, great. So we're not doing an Odamus. Okay, so that's Pretty much it. Um, Noah, do you have a movie to recommend? So I'm going to ask you too, but I'll give you some time. Do you have a movie to recommend, Noah, to the to the people? What, what should they watch? Uh, I'm
0: going to throw to you first this time, <sighs> because I have not yet internalized
1: that we do this again. Uh, okay.
0: And I'm going to need a second.
1: Uh, should I go with, like, the obnoxious film school answer? I mean, I think it'd be... Is dramatic. that only appropriate? Yeah. Go for it. Okay, I just watched the 400 Blows for the first time <laughs> <laughs> this ah, weekend. Truffaut! Truffaut. And it's, oh. uh, it, is, it, is, it is very, very good. That's that's that, that one that has its reputation for a reason. That's on uh, HBO Max. Um, and also, uh, this will be nice to everybody here, 99 minutes. So get wow. in, get out. 400 Blows is really? short and doable. And uh, I really thought it was very, very good. What about, uh, you, Noah, did you think of one yet?
0: Uh, yes, I will go with... uh just went to my old letterbox diary. I will go with a movie that uh, I'm not recommending to you because we watched together on the old Zoom. Uh, Wag the Dog. Oh, fuck yes. Uh, on HBO Max, I'd never seen before. Incredibly good. Very smart. Very funny. Great De Niro. Great Dustin Hoffman. They're so good uh, together,
1: too. Yeah we ever really seen Wag the Dog, Saba.
2: I have. It's a it's a really great film. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really funny. It's really, really funny. good.
1: Yeah, really, really.
0: Like I I I expected going in like, oh, this will be good.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: but I did not expect it to be great. And yeah, I think it was.
1: I love that uh, it just got like an appropriately dark ending. Like they just go for it the whole way. It's really mm-hmm. really good and smart. Uh, so what about you? Do you have anything movie to recommend to people? I,
2: I do. If you got about close to three hours. And you have an HBO Max subscription? I would recommend Giant, but with Elizabeth oh. Taylor, the Rock, and James Dean. Yes,
1: yeah, James Dean's last movie or something where he was nominated think, for Best Actor. I, nom-
2: yeah, I think Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. Really well made, really well done. It's one of those like Southern sagas, mm-hmm. so I I really enjoyed it. I think it was really good. They do they touch upon a lot of really interesting topics of like not thoroughly but like they they touch upon like racism and how to treat like people of different like you know secular marriages and things like that so that was really cool to see that movie um in modern day era like it was right. made in 1956 right. so yeah it's a it's a it's a long one though it's about three hours and 21 minutes it is but yeah i just, yeah. Looked, I just looked it up yeah, watch it, it in spurts so
1: i mean that's okay watch it in spurts it's yeah, just watch spurts. the whole damn thing I'm just saying, listen, if people are like that's a lot of time, then just watch it over two nights. Sure. Break it into chapters like the Snyder Cut. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's just like the Snyder Cut. Think of it as the Snyder Cut.
2: Oh, I just watched 20 minutes of that and I just turned that off. 20 minutes? (laughs) I couldn't! I couldn't! (laughs) It's
0: so bad. It infuriates me that people are like, well, at least one's better. Uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah. Because
0: Because it's not. First of all, primarily, there's no reason ever that a Justice League movie needs to be four hours long. If that is your vision of the Justice League, you have a stupid vision. (laughs) You can't come to me like, this is what I wanted to do. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. And also, the movie's not better. I don't
1: understand. No. Do you think it wasn't better than the, uh, the Whedon cut?
0: No, nope. I think I think it's I think it's I think it's bad for different reasons.
1: Yeah, that's true. It that is bad.
2: For Possibly humorous.
0: slightly more coherent, but just the fact that he was like, "This is the movie I wanted to make from the beginning." Like
2: I'm dumb. glad you didn't. They,
0: they edit. They edit movies for a reason. Yeah, movies aren't better when they're longer. No. often they're better when they're shorter.
1: <laughs> Except talking, for Giant.
0: Yeah. Except for Giant. Giant. Except for Giant. All of it. Yeah. If you're a, a wonderful filmmaker often in the past uh, <laughs> yeah yeah you know, the past like helps Zach the past Snyder helps. is not a, a yeah he's not
1: he's, David lean you know yeah, he can so, uh,
0: yeah so you know stick stick to hour 50 maybe Zach <laughs> the Lawrence of Arabia
2: <laughs> he's when, I, when I sit
1: down to watch judge <laughs> Snyder justice like I'm expecting Lawrence of Arabia I I think
0: it's fair that if someone's gonna be like I have a four-hour movie for you yeah, Our standards get
2: higher.
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Timothy We're conditioned. O'Toole. We're conditioned. Or Peter oh, O'Toole, God. Timothy O'Toole, Peter O'Toole. <laughs> Timothy Timmy O'Toole. <laughs> What's Timmy O'Toole for? Is that a bar? Oh, yeah, that's a bar from where I work. <laughs> I, thought that, I think that's a character in something too.
2: I'm like, Googling Timmy I'm Googling like, Timmy O'Toole. I don't know.
0: That's where. That's where all of my coworkers go to get drunk yeah an it's an Irish pub in a basement Can I do it. no uh, it's from Can the Simpsons
1: it? It, he's, when, Bart, when Bart throws the walkie talkie into the well that's oh. the name oh. is Timmy O'Toole <laughs> That he makes up that's what that is that's very strange that's yeah. what that is Anyway, well,
2: uh, Peter O'Toole is what I wanted
1: <laughs> Peter O'Toole is also very good
2: yes yeah, not to be confused with Timmy no, O'Toole no, Timmy, by the way he's good yeah. Timmy's I'm been just to saying, life. if
0: Without Remorse was twice as long, I would not have come out of it thinking, well, that wasn't terrible, I guess. It, without Remorse
1: felt nine hours anyway. Wait, was that the one we were watching that felt so long? What were we watching recently that felt like it took forever? Not, uh, without Remorse just didn't have a structure. It just like it's it's. We were watching, oh, I guess this is the climax of the movie. We only have 20 minutes left. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes, a game, of sh- a game of shadows, felt for very long. It did. That I, think, I forgot, forgot to log that. I should that so. Going. You fool! Are you on Letterboxd?
2: Soda? No, I'm not. Should I get mm. on it? Are you gonna? Oh, do we a all went like
1: to film school together. <laughs> <not laughs> be <being> on <Letterboxd. laughs> it, it, It's it's an app where you can just log and keep track of the movies that you've seen and ratings oh, and stuff.
2: I and... have like a Moleskin film uh, passion journal where it kind of does the same thing. Wow. Yeah, wow. so it's like each page is like you can you could print out like a scene of the. Of a movie, like an image, and then put that in there, and then you put in the director, the make, the runtime, and then your thoughts on the movie.
1: I literally so got know, one of those when I was ten. <laughs> I never and I never filled. I filled it out with like I saw. I said like you know Castaway, yeah. and it said like with mom,
2: okay. like <laughs>
1: this theater, and like I had popcorn, and like that's really there's yeah. like f- there's like ten entries. Um, I did. Th-
2: I yeah. Fun. I mean that was the, I I don't keep a log of my that was the closing thing I have to a log I right. did it for a very short period of time yeah. I think maybe like six years ago yeah. but it it's about halfway done halfway, I've been I've done. been
1: keeping you know since we, I haven't been in a theater since March thirteenth of last year and I, every movie I've watched I've kept track of okay. uh, and so I am at right now six ninety eight wow and I'm I'm stopping at seven. The mm. last one I'm going to watch is Wings. I've never seen the first Best Picture winner, so I'm going to watch Wings from 2019-2027. I tried to do a big movie I hadn't seen on all the 100, so I did, like, on the first 100, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, which I'd never seen. And then I did mm. Seven Samurai, and then I did uh, City Lights, which became one of my favorite movies. Um, then I did Malcolm X, and then Doctor Strange Love, and then... What did I do for 600? No
0: sound of music did you say that already no i
1: did that with you before quarantine yeah okay no hold on it's i have the list right here i've seen Uh, that like six times i did ben her i did ben her and then uh, 700 is gonna be wings
2: um what about spartacus you haven't had spartacus
1: i did Spartacus. i did spartacus recently oh it it wasn't one of the big list but i did spartacus that was number i did it around ben Hur, i think Mm mm-hmm that, oh boy, I'm never going to find it. Hold on, I'll find it. This is a good podcast content, right? It is. It's, this is uh, yeah. The podcast all, is well just, over. Let's all just be very quiet so that Brian can focus on the <laughs> um, No, Letterbox is good. Although, you know what, Noah? What? They don't let you add a movie twice to a list. Oh. Okay. You can't, why? You can't, why? What if what a movie needs to be on a list twice? You should yeah. write him a letter.
2: A strongly worded letter.
1: People have, it's fine. Um, that's it for the podcast. So, but thank you so much for doing this. Is there anything you want to plug or promote or anything? I don't know how many people have <coughs> seen this, but anything you got going on?
2: I, I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm in quarantine. I'm just living life, watching shit. And don't you have a podcast like production company? You, know, you have something going on, right? I do. You want to I have, that? Okay. So if you if have, you have like a wedding or an event coming up,
1: <laughs> people have those people are starting so to come do, out of their I shells, do. out of their homes.
2: Yeah, I do own a small little production company named Tabier Studios. It's T A B E E R Studios. I forgot the name. My own spelling. Um, you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at I'm also I'm
1: also going to link I'm I'm going to tag you in the post when we do this tomorrow so they can find it through your just main.
2: Yeah, account. you can so. tag tag me and and, and my and company then, and then I'm sure to be around. <laughs> yeah it will
1: be around. Thank you for doing Thank this. So it was much. lovely to see you Thanks
2: again. Thank for having me. It this was, was a lot of fun. Um, it was a good
1: time. Noah, plug yes. us up. All right. You can come find us at
0: what's in the box We are on Twitter at wit box so also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm the brand of server. D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. Of course, the feed for the podcast can be found anywhere. Podcasts are found Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your local uh, podcasting store. Uh, we're we're yes. in all of those can spots.
1: We, can we support local podcast stores? It's really yeah, important. I know Pre-or- that we pre-order give these the independent se- changes. Pre-order the next episode. These independent podcast stores. They're the local business. podcast sellers. Um all right. Subo, thank you for doing this. We have next week the final four weddings and a funeral. All of them will be next week. We have already I've already forgotten what's happening at the beginning. Um we have the one seed Titanic yeah. against the what is it, the three seed? I have all of them here one seed Titanic against the 3-seed Toy Story for a spot in the finals. And then the 4-seed Speed against the 1-seed Terminator 2. That is next week. Uh, We'll see you then. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been Heroes Brian. I've been Heroes Noah. Thank you for listening. And in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.